I just like this outlet because I can be home and still meet new people and talk to talk shop with people. I love that. So this has been a really nice outlet for me um, in general. So I'm really having a good time. So my name is Erica Hinkle. And my name is Joshua Griffin. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes, where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events, LLC, a full-service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor. And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs. Let's go behind the scenes right now. Speaking of shows, do you watch uh, Schitt's Creek? <laughs> I do not. What is oh that? Oh my gosh, you don't, Josh. You have to watch the show. It's a sitcom. It's got, um. wait, let me look it up because I don't want to say the wrong people's names. But <laughs> basically, it's about this really rich family, like mega, mega rich and his accountant screwed him over and so they lost all their money and in as a joke the father bought his son this town for his birthday like years ago as a joke because the town is called Schitt's Creek and uh, it was a joke so when they lost all their money that was the only place that they could go to and so they live in a hotel no 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 oh okay um it has uh hold on let me look it up because it's got yeah, I see some you know. recognized faces. It's so good. They're in their last uh their last season is this year. Um but the writing just gets so much better every year. Yeah, Dan and Eugene uh Levy or Levy, however you say that. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I'm not uh what, what platform watch. what platform is it? Netflix or is it uh, you can watch it on Netflix. The first five seasons are on Netflix, and then the sixth season, the season premiere just came out last night. So I don't know if it's on Hulu. I might actually have to wait until uh, it comes out as a season on Netflix, or you can always buy it on Amazon Prime. What channel does it normally come on, though? Um, it is, let's see. It's a Canadian uh, show, don't you know? <laughs> um, yeah, who, who Pop TV? The show airs on Pop TV. Uh, who owns Pop TV? That's, uh, well, let's go to that Wikipedia. Isn't it NBC or something? Or CBS. CBS, yeah. CBS, CBS. Yeah, you got to check it out. You and your wife would probably really like it. It's very, um, it's very sarcastic and the, it's, it's very good. It's very funny. <laughs> Super funny. Well, uh, hey, guys, if you're listening to this, this is sort of, um, as you can already tell, uh, a very behind the scenes with behind the scenes. And we were just kind of um, having one of our pregame sessions that we have from time to time and decided, well, let's go ahead and get this thing recorded because we were already telling some funny stories and 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 you know, sharing some, some cool ideas for shows. Um, I do want to say if you're listening to this and you have a show idea or something you think would be cool, um, in the Tidewater area, maybe someone we should, we should definitely be interviewing, um, maybe something going on in the Tidewater area and please let us know, um, send us an email, tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com. Um, 
And, and, you know, if you want to hear us talk more about Shit's Creek. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the reason why we brought up that is because Josh was just telling me his favorite show is what now? Survivor. The best show ever. <laughs> Dude, a billion people think that, too. It's good. It's good. I, it's a little bit too much reality, like drama. I don't really like reality shows. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm total opposite. I, I'm, I can't stand a scripted show, especially if the acting is bad. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's definitely true. And, and, and even worse is a reality show that you can tell is scripted. Um, I'm like, this, yeah. is, this is, there's no way this is real. But You know what show I really used to love that I felt like as it got, uh, as the seasons grew, it got more scripted. And then I actually stopped watching it was Duck Dynasty. I used to love that show. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I kind of just felt like at the end there i was like gosh it's like everything is is scripted i don't know it makes it less real i don't know yeah no i'm totally with you uh, on that for sure and i like to duck dynasty too but uh yeah i I just can't you know with survivor it's like you know they're it's it's the same thing every season let's be honest but Mm. you know one of the things they always say on that show is it's the perfect human ex- uh, experiment because you, you put these people out here, you're stripping away social media and to all technology. You're stripping away all the comforts in life. They're literally starving at times. And, right. and, and you're going to put all these people together and, you know, they're going to obviously vote each other off of this Island, but they're going to, you know, coexist and, sometimes you see the good and the bad uh in humanity i i don't know it's just very interesting to me at times of course there's there's you know good seasons and bad seasons and whatever but um i'm really pumped i don't know how we got off of (laughs) talking about our favorite shows or whatever um we'll go through all the show ideas for our show that we've come up with so far in a second but I am so pumped because the Super Bowl of all survivors is coming on next season. It's, it starts uh, February of 2020 is when we're. Uh, what does this mean? The Super Bowl of survivors. I'm super curious. So the reason it's the Super Bowl is because they're taking all these folks that have played on normal seasons and won and putting them all together now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. I don't want to, I'm reluctant to call them celebrities, but to, uh, you know, to folks that watch survivor, some of them kind of are, you know, they're the, yeah. some of these folks I grew up watching, you know, on TV. Right. And, um, and now they're going to put them all together and they're going to go at it. And, you know, it, it, it kind of goes back to that. Have you, it's sort of like the people that are into superheroes and they're like, well, what if Batman met Superman and, you know, yeah, or whatever, it's the same type of deal because now you're like, what if, you know, one of my favorite characters on there, his name's uh, Boston Rob. And you're like, what if Boston Rob played against Tony or, or whatever. And now you're going to find out. So. Well, do you think that if you went on Survivor, do you think you'd survive? Yeah, so that's an interesting question because we're we're Big Brother fans too. You ever watch Big Brother? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> People are going to be making fun of me so bad after the show, and me. I'm sure they'll be making fun of me too. Um, but yeah, so Big Brother, if for anyone that isn't familiar, is sort of like Survivor, but basically what they do is they lock all these people in a house. And they do all these goofy games and stuff like that. And then they vote each other out. And um, so that's kind of the premise of the game. Right. But the the underlying thread, if you will, is with Big Brother, it's a lot longer of a show. 
Um, I think they go for three months in the summertime, three or four months. And okay, I, th- I want to say it's it's three months or maybe you know somewhere around that, maybe just under three months. I can't remember, but um, so and the, and then they vote someone out each week. It's very it's live. Um, people uh, can even tune in and pay extra and see the live feeds of these people living in the house. Why people do that, I have no idea. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, that's a little creepy, you know, a little stalkerish, but people do it. And, oh, I get it. Big brother. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, but with big brother, so, you know, you're in this house, there are weeks when you're what they call a have not, and you don't get to eat like normal food or whatever. And you have to eat this. It's almost like porridge. Um, oh my gosh. That week. Whereas with, you know, so, so it's a longer show, but you get to kind of live, live somewhat normal with these people. And then with Survivor, you're obviously, you know, surviving on an island with less food and and things like that and the comforts of life. But the thing with Survivor is it's only 39 days. Right. um, I think to answer your question, I would probably do better on Big Brother because if I'm tired and hungry, I'm already one grumpy, irritable person. (laughs) And I'm going to say something wrong and they're going to vote me right off of, of that island. Well, at least you're honest. <laughs> so. I uh, I have no qualms. No, no, like I would 100% be fine on Survivor. 100%. You can stick me in the woods. That's that's where I grew up. Is in the woods and outside. And I just I don't know. I'm very good at being able to get myself out of a problem or get food or, you know, start a fire. Do you know how many people in this world do not know how to start a campfire properly? Well, I'm, I might be one of them. I don't know what, how, tell us how, how do you start properly? <laughs> um, well, the main key, the key component is that you actually need air in the middle of it in order for the fire to start. You want to start the so basically what you would want to do, like if you were in the woods for real, um, you're going to want to find like pine needles or dry leaves. And then you put that in the middle and then you have like kindling, which is like small sticks or broken up sticks. And you kind of put that on top. Then you're going to layer it probably a little bit more with pine needles because that's, you know, that's a a fire starter basically. And then you put your big logs or your big sticks you put that in a triangle around it so that it's able to breathe in the middle because if you can't it the problem is people just pile all this wood on in leaves and then think that the big wood is just going to start it's not it takes it takes a little bit there has to be a little fire underneath for the big fire to really kick in and for it to last i'm pretty sure my way is a little better i gotta be honest oh my god I've you done do. bonfires. I've done, uh, you know, have some friends over and we're going to burn stuff. Uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure. And I could be This like, old couch has got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Griffin house. Yeah. The keg's in the back. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so our, our operating procedure on how to burn things is you just pour a bunch of gasoline on it and try not to kill yourself. Okay, well, gasoline, (laughs) this is terrible, (laughs) terrible advice. But I was, when I was talking about the fire, I was just speaking, like, if you're in the middle of the woods and you don't have anything at your disposal, that's the recipe to make a good fire. If you're doing a fire at your house and, like, the rest of us burning whatever, leaves that have been sitting for months and months or wet wood and it's 
in order to get that going, what you want to put on it is diesel. Diesel is non-combustible. Um, you will not blow up <laughs> and uh, it'll keep it, keep it going. So no gas diesel. Got it. Got it. Got it. For, for all the children listening to this show. Or, yeah, seriously. Yeah, do not <laughs> burn with gasoline. Yeah. You will. Yeah. And diesel's probably not, you're probably not supposed to burn that either, but that is a safer alternative. <laughs> I hope we get little disclaimer for this show. I do not want to get in trouble. Don't do any of these things. How about that? Yeah. This is like <clears throat> behind the scenes. We had, we really don't know what we're doing. That's kind of why we're letting you in on it. <laughs> so oh, gosh, I, you want to go through the show? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we, we did do a bonus episode already where we shared some, some of the, you know, secrets or hidden gems of the Tidewater area. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. I think there were some really cool things in there just where we were just sharing, you know, just some cool places that if you're not from here or you are from here, you should check out. And, um, but yeah, so I don't know, do you want to read these or how, how do you want to do this? Um, well, there's a couple of them. So why don't you start? And then when I'll figure it out when you're done and then I'll take out, take over. Okay. <laughs> so we you talk little, however long you want <laughs> we have a little list going here and again if you hear the show and you you know hey, hey here's something you want to hear more about just let us know um so we've got let's see the first first few we have here um maybe some crazy stories or favorite touristy places which we kind of touched on that in that first bonus episode yeah favorite, favorite restaurants favorite philanthropy there's some really cool stuff being done in our area we've got a an awesome episode coming up with a lady that um she's head of i forget the name of the foundation i'm embarrassed to say but basically they oh. s- help support folks with lupus and lymphoma and oh no no not lymphoma uh, fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia yeah so many big words that i don't know what <laughs> yeah. uh, but I personally have some family that have dealt with that. So that was really cool to hear. And um, so I'm excited to hear more from folks doing really yeah. cool things. And just to touch on that, I think that's going to be such an important episode just because there's so many things that people are doing that we don't know about, you know, that people just don't know about. So I would love if, if anybody, if there's any listeners that is doing anything great for the community, we would love to know about it and showcase you in an episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, so, so yeah, so any philanthropy that we know of going on in the area, we're going to do a show on that. And then, um, and then probably one we're definitely going to be doing here for sure soon, at probably start of season two. Uh, we're coming to the end of season one here soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, it's not exciting that it's ending, but it's not going to um, really end. We're just going to keep going. But I can't believe that, that we have um, almost enough episodes to be a season two podcast yeah we're going in our second season we've got uh some really cool shows we're going to end the season with um including i get i'm going to get to share about griffin air for the first time we're going to do uh an episode where we're going to go behind the scenes with my business yes Um, episode and we're going to also talk about um because most of the listeners, if you followed from the beginning, know that Josh is actually the one that started the podcast. So this is kind of his brainchild. And I want to pick his brain a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it, what, what's really cool about Griffin Air is we do have some new and exciting stuff coming up. 
um, starting at the end of this month, which is January of 2020. Oh, cool. Um, yep. Something behind the scenes that no one knows about. And I'll share that when we do that episode. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I'm, I couldn't be more excited about what it's actually about because um, we've had customers literally requesting for this and we're, we're going to fill that gap um, for the first Oh, that's time. awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. I've learned a little bit that it's one thing to start a business and, and kind of, you know, Hey, we're going to sell, you know, we're going to sell peanuts and, and we're going to make good peanuts and, you know, hopefully I don't offend anyone out there that actually makes peanuts, but you, you, you get the idea. Like you're going to offer this product and, and right. you know, saying peanut. And what I've learned, especially this last year is instead of um, just deciding where maybe I think the business should go, you know, like, well, now we're going to offer flavored peanuts or whatever. Right. Um, is to let my customers tell me where the business should go a little bit more. And now we're letting those folks that, you know, maybe they might say, well, you know, will you sell peanuts in this area? Or will you, instead of just selling peanuts, will you now start selling donuts too or whatever? Right, right. And that- Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think the key, just, I mean, just like you just said it, is that you're listening to your customers and you're supplying them with what their needs are. And oftentimes, you know, business owners, that's, I think that's why they end up failing. Like you've said many times, the ratio is in the first three years or whatever. It's because it's not that they didn't have the spirit or the want to do it. It was because they were not listening to the consumer, the one that is paying you to do your job. So that's so, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm really excited to hear more about it. Yeah. I even um, posted on our Facebook today, a little teaser. Oh, okay. So if you uh, go to our Facebook, there's a, there's a, a mysterious individual on, on a, one of our pictures that, um, yeah, very mysterious. So All right. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> I'm actually looking up that, uh, cause I do say that so much. I feel like I say that like every three episodes or something. Um, and seeing what I, that, that, I think act- it's important to remember that. Yeah. What, what I don't actually know. But I think you're right. I think it is in the first three years. I think even for restaurants, it's less than that. Uh-huh. Oh, here it is. So uh, businesses that survive. So, so yeah. So here we go. So 30% of businesses um, fail in the first three years. But that doesn't sound right. Should, is it, Maybe I got that backwards. Maybe it's 70%. I don't know. <laughs> what? I here in one time it's like 40 percent of statistics are just made up so right it's like what <laughs> what <laughs> so, oh gosh i i can tell you i'm not going to mention any names but there's a small town in the tidewater area that it seems like the restaurants i only know of one restaurant that has been here since we moved to this area um, in the last seven or eight years, uh, j- they just have such a turnover with the, the restaurants that come. Oh, in. I, I know what, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just very, uh, it's, well, it's unfortunate is what it is. It is unfortunate, it, but what, you know, it's funny because when you think about it, it's like the charm of that town is why people gravitate to it and why people want to open up businesses. But in reality, it's a tourist town and they're really, <laughs> There's nobody there until the weekend. Right. And yeah. that's very hard to uh, sustain a business like that. 
Well, and we haven't said which town it is, and we won't. But if I could, if anyone's listening to this and you own a restaurant in that town, I think Erica just said it. People are there on the weekends. It it's so crazy to me how many of those restaurants close on Sundays. And I'm like, what yeah. about the church crowd, you morons? What are you doing? <laughs> morons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. I You're going to close a, a, close Monday through Thursday. I don't know why you would close on Sundays. Yeah, but, no. But that's Sundays could be a is a huge. Oh, that's true. You know. Oh, wait. Is that a dry? Is it a dry city? Or not city, but town on Sundays? Isn't there some towns in Virginia oh, I don't know. that are dry? I think in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I don't it's think. It's probably not that town, but. Yeah. That would be a reason why they wouldn't be open, I guess. That's the that's our next show idea. We're just gonna talk about places and not tell you what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, guess this show. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, what were we talking about? <laughs> All right. I got I swear that's how my brain works. I'll get rolling on something and I'll just go off on a tangent. But um Anyway, oh yeah, Griffin Air. I don't know when we're doing that episode, but it's coming soon. It's coming. To, it's Griffin. coming very, very soon. Probably in coming the next, soon. Next three episodes, we're going to end season one with Griffin Air, and yes. then uh, we might just start season two with this next idea, which is uh, the Chamber of Commerce has an awards. Uh, is it a ceremony? I don't know. Some sort they're, of- well, they're they've had a. Um, they're looking for, well, it's already done. The, uh, the, I think it closed on January 7th, but they were looking for, there were five awards that the Gloucester Chamber of Commerce is giving to business owners. And the, I think the first, I'm going to get this wrong. No, the first one is the best business in Gloucester. The second one is best. We're talking about Gloucester here. Um, yeah, it's there might well, be it, others too. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. And then they're having a, um, a margarita ball in February and that's when they're going to announce who the winners are. But we thought it would be fun to talk about, you know, the, who the winners were and, and their businesses. And one of them is philanthropy and one of them is the love Gloucester award, which is for a business that takes uh, great care in Gloucester. And then the last one is the best uh, professional. That's really cool. Yeah, I see they have like a little section. I just went to their website. There's a, I don't know, about halfway down, there's a little um, section that says, look who's in the spotlight. And it has a few of the, the local businesses or, or business folks um, highlighted there. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I thought it was cool. Um, you do not, you didn't have to be in the Glosser Chamber of Commerce in order to be nominated for for really yeah it can be any any as any uh real business licensed Mm. business Mm. are you sure that it's not out yet there is it looks like that they've came they've come out i when i read it it said that the the closing was the 7th january 7th and they weren't releasing it until the margarita ball but i could be wrong about that maybe i read the post wrong Mm, Mar- who won? Who won? Yeah. We don't want to do. We don't want to do that this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, and maybe this is last year's, and and they're about to replace it. Uh, interesting. So, do you want me to say who won? <laughs> uh, well, if it is last year's, I'll know. I'll know because I looked at the 
there's a uh, a PDF on that website on their website that gives the last five years of because you can't vote for anybody that won in the last three or five years, something like that. So you know the you know who won best new business of the year last year? Uh, I think I did. Or how about small business of the year? I'm just gonna Lat- say it. it. Yeah, just say I'm it. I'm just gonna say it, and then if if you know if we do another episode on it, we'll just do another episode on it. You know, yeah. somebody's probably we'll listening. learn about the business going, and highlight it. Yeah, <laughs> so somebody's listening speaking. to us being like, "Gosh, this is like nails on a chalkboard." This is how Eric and I work. You know? Uh, yeah, is- pretty much. <laughs> talk it out. Talk it out. So okay. on the website currently, I don't know if this is last year or this year, but it says, "Congratulations to recipients of this year's Gloucester." County Chamber of Commerce Business and Community Awards. The Love Gloucester Award was won by Blown Away Salon, Michelle That Green. was last year. That was last year. Well, we, yeah, should definitely, year. we should definitely interview these folks. Yeah, Michelle Green's awesome at Blown Away, by the way. <laughs> Not okay. to give her a hook, but she's great. She's a lot of fun. Okay. All right. And and I'm not sure what the Love Gloucester Award is, is exactly. Do you? Um. I'm going to look it up because it's basically, basically how I took it was it's a business that shows love for Gloucester. So like, I'll tell you who I voted for, for the love, because I voted for every, for all of different ones this year, but I oh, voted you're for, gonna tell uh, us who you voted for too. This yeah. I voted political. for <laughs> no, no offense, Michelle Green, but Eric is about to tell you who she voted for. Well, no, I, um, last year I didn't vote, but for this year. So that was, she won in 2019. So the awards ah. that are coming out are for 2020. Okay. Or I think that's how it works. So I voted for Sweet Tooth Cafe for the Love Award. Okay. Because uh, I think that they are, they're great. And now tell me more about what Gosh. is Sweet Tooth Cafe? Where are they located? And... What? You don't know this? I do they're not on know Main, this. They're on Main Street. You um, call me out all the time. I, I don't sorry. know. Sorry. I can't believe you haven't been there. Uh, it's a great place to meet clients. Uh, that's where I we go there all the time when I have my client meetings. It's really nice because it's in the center of town. They have free Wi-Fi. Uh, you can sit there all day and just um, literally order water. I never do. I always order something. They have great ice cream um, and they make sandwiches. <laughs> they have salads and soups. They're wonderful, wonderful uh, people over there. Of course, there's people that go in there. It's called Sweet Tooth Cafe and they're ordering a water. Yeah, well, I'm just saying they're not like, you know, some restaurants won't even let you do that. They will. They're really right. nice. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they've got kids that come in there after school, too, and don't have any money, and they let them, you know, sit in there and hang out. I'm going to put this down, too. These are the folks that – because we, we definitely want to reach out to these folks and see if they – you know, because if they're winning awards, they're doing something right. We yeah, for sure. Out. So, okay, I'm going on to the website now to see what the love award is. While you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and share these others. Is that yes, cool? please do. Okay, so the nonprofit of the year last year was the Fairfield Foundation, Rebecca Guest and Thane Harpool. I'm sure I'm saying these names, mm. and you know, that's okay if you don't like it, start your own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it nonprofit of the year let's see gloucester virginia i'm gonna look this 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 place up so we can tell folks what it what what exactly they're doing here they took um i 
it doesn't look like I can view it. They took down the thing that um, allowed you to see benefits events. Yeah, it's probably because the voting is already done. Well, whatever. We're we're gonna do a show for 2020s um, new new ones, but these are the ones from last year. Okay. Yeah. Well, it looks like we can go back years ago and and look at those too. Um. Oh yeah, previous. We're on uh, GloucesterVAChamber dot org. Just for anybody that's also interested. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure what the love award is, but you know, it sounds great. Whatever yeah. she did to win it. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then this other one, the Fairfield foundation, I just kind of went to their website and it just looks like, mm, uh, uh, Oh, okay. I spoke, um, I spoke incorrectly. So the awards that you're reading right now are for from 2018. 2019's awards will be announced on February 2nd or whenever. Oh, oh well, that makes sense. Yeah. So they're so so they are a year old, but they they came out last year, but they were for the year before. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so the Fairfield Foundation, who is the folks that won the nonprofit of the year says who we are, our mission to promote and involve public in-hands archaeology, preservation and education activities within Virginia's Middle Peninsula and surrounding areas. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it does look like they're, and they have a really cool website. Um, so, hmm. Neat. Kudos to them. Yeah. Uh, Small Business of the Year, Celtic Specialty Market, Beth Haskell. You familiar with them? No, I'm not. Well, let's look them up. <laughs> let's see. Kelsic. I'm probably saying all this stuff so wrong. And I'm sorry for that. That is kind of how it's spelled in my mind, Kelsic. It's a cool name. Yeah. Um, so they're on 6632 Main Street in Gloucester. And it looks like from the pictures that they just sell like some really cool stuff that you can't really get anywhere else as far as groceries and drinks and stuff. I see some IPA beers. Why do I not know about this place? Like a wine rack. Um, Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe some, some wines that you can't get from your average, you know, big food lion. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't gonna say any names, but yeah, food lion, you need to step it up. Um, they have oh, they have catering. They have uh, meat pre-orders. So yeah, so oh, that sounds really good. So they really are a specialty market. It sounds like um, I'm gonna check this place out too. Yeah, yeah, they even sound like they might be like a a place you can get different cheeses. Which I don't know about you if you do any cooking, but. I there's lots of recipes that call for just an odd cheese that you wouldn't and you can't find them at Food Lion so you do have to go into a specialty I have this market. Really really crazy recipe. It's it's called a grilled cheese and um <laughs> you know sometimes I like to mix it up. I might throw cheddar, I might throw colby on it. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you cook, but uh... <laughs> 
No, grilled cheeses come in clutch, uh, especially like late at night. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, and I feel like I've stolen the spotlight from you. Um, no, that's okay. So- I'll do the next one because I love them. So oh, okay. The, cool. Um. So the next one was best new business of the year, and that is Northern Neck uh, popcorn. Oh my gosh, have you had Northern Neck popcorn? I have, and it's awesome. It is. And I love just a little plug for them. When my son played football, he was on the uh, Gloucester Outlaws, and they made a popcorn specifically. It was like red, gold, and black, and that's what they sold for their you know, fundraising and stuff. But it was really cool because it was all matched, and, and it was a special kind. I forget what it was, but they do all sorts of cool stuff in there. Yeah, we, we – um it's it's really good for like gifts and stuff too yeah that's actually where i got it someone gave me a bag of it for christmas yeah and then you love them forever <laughs> yep i'm actually adding to our our ideas the gloucester outlaws we should interview someone from them oh i can give you all the all the guys that started it so hard-working guys um do you want to read the last one? Sure. It is uh, professional of the year, and that is Samantha George Smith at Split End Salon, which I have been into Split Ends. I don't know Samantha, but um, but I have been in there, and I love that place. It's really nice. Yeah. So the hair salons are kicking butt. Yeah, apparently. apparently. Well, congratulations to all of you guys a year late, but <laughs> <laughs> we are looking forward to the ones in um, February. Yeah, she has a really good website too. These folks are on their game. I, I remember when I started my first website for my business, and it was like, you know, a lot of my competitors didn't even have websites. And I, I feel like in the last five years, websites in general have changed dramatically. Um, the the I don't know what it's called. I, I know very little about this stuff, but where the pictures are sort of stretched across the screen. Oh and, yeah, okay versus in a in a box or whatever right um, you know just it's kind of the new trend or thing or whatever and it makes them look all you know nice i'm going to her website now too because i want i see what you're saying yeah that is a nice um and you know what i've heard about like just behind the scenes on building a website is you'll notice with a lot of the websites now the white space is more important whereas remember when websites were first coming out it was very like dark black and then lots of color now it's fewer pictures and a lot of white space is that are you saying is that good you think yeah or? that well supposedly it it helps uh draw your eye to the black lettering or to what the words say because there's not a lot to look at apparently i need to do some work on griffin air dude me too well not on griffin air i need to do it on my own website but um yeah that's huh. what I, that is what i've heard and hers definitely has it i like her uh i like her little bulletin things here yeah yeah, they, they did good, for sure. Awesome job, split ends. <laughs> <laughs> awesome job, split ends. <laughs> did kind of sound weird for whatever reason. All right, so uh, back to the our show list. Yes. Let me go back yes. to that. Okay, I'm good. Sorry. No, you're good. So... 
Oh, uh, this one was actually my idea because I love business podcasts, but some of our favorite business podcasts would be fun to talk about. Yup. <laughs> um, and you then have one you want to share since we're talking about it, or uh, well, should, we wait? I would... should we save that ammo? All of mine are honestly related to the wedding industry or to the creative hmm. uh, industry, so I don't. I mean, I'll sure I can give you a bunch of them, um, but I don't know if everybody, if like you would want, like the Rise podcast is so good. Um, let's see, what other ones? Uh, oh, she creates. Just so there's a bunch, there's a bunch of them, but they're all about like women entrepreneurs, um, women starting creative businesses. I think it's great that, um, you know, and we kind of talked about this. Uh, feel like a couple weeks ago but it's interesting how no matter what you do like what industry you're in there's you know all kinds of stuff out there for it uh at least for the most part i'm sure i'm sure the secret service doesn't have their own facebook group but uh I mean, maybe they do maybe they do <laughs> yeah uh i could definitely see the cia or somebody having like you know their own facebook group it'd be a private group and it'd be like you know their fronting would be uh, you know, it'd be a pet salon or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, you have to give a code word to get into it. But, um, like in my line of work and it sounds like in your line of work, there's podcasts directly, you know, for guys that do what I do. There's Facebook groups for guys that do exactly what I do. Um, you yep. know, it's just kind of, kind of crazy how all that does. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is definitely crazy and it's awesome too. And it, I still, what amazes me is I will talk to, uh, you know, friends or just people I've run into and they still don't know what a podcast is. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this will change your life. There's podcasts about anything, anything in the whole world. Yeah. (laughs) It'll change your life. I mean, podcasts have changed my life. Definitely. I love, I'm just, I will binge watch TV, you know, I'll binge watch a season of something. And then I got to, I got to switch my eyes off to something else. I can listen to something, but I need to be doing something else. So that's why I really love podcasts. I like, uh, I like them too, because, you know, I feel like um, most adults in America, they're, they're letting some sort of information in their brain. So whether it's the news every night or it's, you know, whatever, um, you know, podcasts l- allow you to decide what kind of information am I going to let go into my brain today? Yes. Yeah. You're still letting information in uh, good or bad or whatever, but you're, you're being able to control sometimes the content of, you know, so if you want to learn how to bake cookies, well, you can listen to a podcast about baking cookies. Yep. Um, I mean, really, there probably is one out there. I heard something um, and I don't know if this is correct, but I feel like this is what I heard that there are 1200 new podcasts being uploaded every day. Yes. I saw that too. Yep. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Like the amount of information that is being put out new every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think podcasts are just an excellent way. Now let me ask you this, Josh, what is your favorite genre of podcasts? Ooh, I probably spend most of my time in the, um, the, either the self-help, or the business stuff. Um, I, when you said that, I, <clears throat> when we, when you were going, you know, looking at what yours were, I kind of scrolled through mine really quick and I would say 90% of them would fall into one of those categories. Um, 
I've I've listened to other stuff like political stuff and you know newsish type stuff, but it doesn't hold my attention very long because most of the, I mean you know not to get political and I won't get political, but um, I feel like a lot of the stuff that people watch and they think it's news related, it's just someone else's opinion about you know something. right right. Um, it doesn't hold my attention a lot of times. No, I totally, uh, I, I like, um, like talk as far as like talk show people, I can get down with Gary V for a little bit. I can get, um, down Burt Kreischer. Chrysler is hilarious, but sometimes his shows are really, really long and I just don't have three hours of time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, but for the for me, the main, my main podcast genre is true crime all day long. I will listen to all of the true crime investigation uh, podcasts. I love them. I'm like obsessed. So I've never listened to one. So is this sort of oh like, my gosh. is this sort of like a, a, a podcast version of Dateline or something? Yes, but uh, oftentimes they're not solved or oftentimes like one of my favorites um, is Up and Vanished. And when that first came out, I was listening to it. It in live time, which means they will drop an episode once every week because they're investigating the, the host, the journalist is investigating at, so then he's dropping episodes once a week. So you're learning in real time. And what ended up happening is he started that podcast because he was a journalist and wanted to get into the podcast, uh, podcasting field. And so he's from, I think Alabama or Georgia, no, Georgia, I'm sorry. And he found, the he found a a crime that's never been solved that has the largest um case file in georgia's history and it had never been solved uh-huh. and that's a terror it's a tara grinstad case i don't know if you've ever heard Mm-mm. she was a teacher and she just disappeared uh then and they never found her body so the podcast starts he's doing it he's in episode like 11 and somebody came forward. They solved that case. Wow. They, so- they solved it to the point where they found pieces of her body. And it has been tw- over, I think, over 20 years. That's 15, crazy. 15 years, something like that. Yeah. I get goosebumps about it just, like, thinking about it. But that's what I like. I like a really enthralling story with a mystery. And I don't know. Another really good one is Culpable. That just came out this year. Also great. That's about a... um it's about a, a 21 year old that was found dead in his bathroom and the cops immediately deemed it a suicide. But my opinion, that is not scientifically possible. And he was murdered. <laughs> but the podcast is so good because it goes on both sides. You know, it kind of tells you the story um, of the family, of what happened, of who the players are that are involved. I love all that stuff. Are you a, are you a conspiracy uh, person sometimes or yes yeah yeah me too one hundred percent the only one that I really have struggled with is the whole nine one one conspiracy thing only because I lived in New Jersey at that time well I was in college in Pennsylvania at the, that specific day that that happened uh-huh. but um, I remember seeing it you know seeing the smoke for days days and days i don't know that that one to me with the whole like the plane didn't actually go into the white house and all that i don't really necessarily believe that one Mm -hmm. but i don't know 
the uh, I have a family member, uh, not mentioning names, because <laughs> you never know, they might change their mind. But I have a family member that's very adamant uh, and, and fully 100% believes that we never landed on the moon. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. It's like those flat earth people. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, there certainly was motive there. And, and I think that's part of his argument. Um, there, there was motive for the Americans to, to lie and say that they got there before the Russians. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that. Cause, uh, hmm. you know, maybe that's an episode conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's podcasts that, that that's all they talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, For sure. I, since you were throwing uh, names, exact names out there, probably the the one that I probably listen to the most. There's other ones that I listen to as well, but the one I listen to the most is called um, "Entrepreneur on Fire" with. Uh, oh, I've heard of that. I've yeah, heard of that one. That one's really good. He he has all kinds of different episodes or like guests on there, and it's it's very similar to what we do. It's very, um, you know, interviewish. Right, right. And uh, and then kind of like we do our bonus episodes like this. Does, uh, he does, I think it's monthly, maybe it's weekly, but I think it's monthly uh, income reports for his businesses. And that's kind of his bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I do remember. I think I, yeah, I think I did pick up one of his because I was, at the time I was looking for a specific show. And I think I picked that up and was like, oh, let me listen to this guy. Look, there we are behind the scenes in Tidewater on Apple. <laughs> oh, have you ever heard of um, uh, Dak Shepard's armchair expert? That's really good. He No. Is that a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. He interviews celebrities. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's you know, kind of like what we do. He's just asking them questions, but they end up telling stories and. All sorts of fun stuff. It's just a good one that if your brain doesn't need to think about anything or. Yeah, he'll he'll get there. I mean, he's probably not quite to our level, but he'll get there. That's right. That's right. Keep, keep working. Sorry, Dex. You'll <laughs> get there someday. Maybe, maybe. Uh, full disclosure, my favorite celebrity couple in the world is Dax and uh, his wife, Kristen. I love, love them. Yeah. And they're both so darn funny. Uh, they are. Uh, <laughs> if, if y'all don't know who we're talking about dax was i'm pretty sure he got famous because he was on that show punked right yeah he was ashton's and, like side side guy like sidekick and he was freaking hilarious oh, i so I, I remember <laughs> so funny he's been in a bunch of movies and stuff and obviously she has i, I would dare i would probably argue that she's probably more famous or, or more recognizable than he is yeah today. i i would agree with you there he has kind of like a cult file following too like people that know him love him um Ooh, and watch we should do an episode stuff. on cults oh okay are there any cults in the tidewater area if you don't if you know of one you gotta let us yeah. know so we can talk about them. do motorcycle gangs like uh count no, I'm just kidding. I don't oh know. wait i'm sorry they're not gangs their clubs my bad yeah yeah be careful uh, sorry 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 sirs sirs, sirs in the vests <laughs> uh we will not be interviewing any of those yep. of course sorry. no we will not um uh, no offense 
Um, anyway, <laughs> you want to uh, share some of these other ideas? Yeah, sorry, I have to go back to it. Hold on. Oh, you're good. I'm not as fancy as you are yet. I'm getting there. I'm not fancy. I'm just on a computer. Yeah, my computer's still not hooked up in my new office. Okay. Um, oh, well, just going on the favorite business podcast, there's also, we can do favorite business books or audio books. Um, do you do a lot of reading, Josh? So I go through spurts. I've, I've read some books and then I'll, I'll not read for a while. I pick these books up and I put them down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which brings me to my next one, which is bloopers. (laughs) Yeah, we have those. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, oh, weird businesses in Tidewater. Now, this was your idea. I'm trying to think, like, what would even qualify as a weird business? Well, uh, businesses that are weird. Uh, <laughs> well, no weird offense. is relative. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, actually, some of these ideas we're about to go through. Uh, it, it, hopefully, if you're still with us, we're going to go through some. I think some fun ideas here in just a second. Yeah, it, it gets a little cray cray up in here. <laughs> yeah, um, but I was just thinking, like, well, I, I don't know, like, if someone's listening to this and they know of a business that they would consider weird, definitely let us know. Um, but you know, just businesses that offer, you know, like I'll give you a good example where I grew up, there was this, there was this business that, um, they're not in business anymore, but they, uh, I never went in. So I'm probably not, I'm probably not the best. It was too weird for Josh. You couldn't go in. It really was. Uh, (laughs) I was told that they sold gypsy products is what what i was told and gypsy products oh like like tarot cards and stuff and tarot like cards gems uh, crystals ouija boards these oh big, yeah i can't get down with ouija no not down with big that. big thick books that uh you know like if you ever watch those movies and the kids black read, magic stuff yeah 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 okay. oh yeah all kinds of magical stuff dark okay gotcha i think you could also buy like hookahs and things like that in there you know right. kind of stuff that you can't really go to Walmart and get. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I would, you know, maybe weird's not the word, but it, it's certainly a unique Yeah, business. no, yeah, for sure. We had and, a, um, growing up, we had in our, it's not there anymore because the owner, unfortunately, has pa- since passed away, but we had a legit, well, we had two things that were cool. They were cool businesses. I considered them cool, but one, the one, it was definitely weird when you went in. It was a legit uh, costume shop. He, and was open all year round. Of course, his big times were Halloween and also even in Christmas, but he was a legit costume uh, shop where like the old school, when you'd go in there and you'd, t- oh, nice. you'd tell him and they're all the costumes are hanging up and all the masks are on the walls and stuff. It was, it was creepy when I was like the little kid, but then I fell in love with it. And then we also had uh, where I grew up a, old school legit um record store which was really cool you could go in there and check out the records and listen to music and hang out after school yes also not in business anymore well we didn't have that we had a they were cds but it's gone now because that's kind of a thing in the past now too yeah and um shout out to crossroads in stanton virginia i used to spend some time there and buy cds yeah yeah rip 80s babies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> run the cool stuff was no i'm kidding i was telling a lady this morning um 
that uh, I was like, you know, these kids, they don't know good music, but I, now I sound like my mother. She yeah, used to say the same thing yeah. my parents used to say the same thing. I got to say, though, I music, maybe we should do a music uh, episode or something because I like all sorts of genres and I like old and new stuff. I really love music in general. I mean, some, you know, not I don't like heavy metal. I'm not into any of that, but pretty much anything oldies, you know, country rap trap music's my fave. Um, what else? Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I listen to a lot of different things too, uh, but I do listen to hard rock and sometimes metal. I um, see. Okay. See, like hard rock and metal. I mean, I can't deal with like if I can't understand you because you sound like you're just screaming at me. I don't, but if it, like, I'm trying to think of a, a metal. See, I can't deal with it if I don't know what you're saying because you're singing trapped music. Ah, uh, well, hey, <laughs> no, true. <laughs> No, that's a real thing. I didn't even know that mumble rap is a real thing. Did you know that? Yeah, they're mumbling. Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I well, I didn't know that. That's like they're trying to do that. I just thought they were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that was a genre? Uh, and nobody like trap music. I'm just kidding. But like when I'm hard cleaning or deep cleaning, yeah, that that pumps me up. Or working out, that pumps me up. So I will listen to some dark uh, trap music. Um, what was I saying before that, though? I feel like I was, I don't remember. Anyway. I went ahead and changed it to, on our little list here, it's now going to be called Cool Businesses, Not Weird. Okay. Since you, you had that little disclaimer there, and I think that's Well, I, I wasn't trying to, but yeah, no, okay, I got you. So Yeah, we don't want anybody upset at us. No, no. Weird Businesses list. You can make our Cool Businesses list. Yeah, that so. sounds good. Yeah, I just grew up, you know, when I was growing up, the a lot of the what I considered uh, bands that, you know, that we don't have anymore. Um, or maybe we do. And I just, you know, I Oh know. yeah. We were talking about, that's right. Well, I like Metallica and I like, I love Metallica. That yeah. to me is like a hard rock band in my opinion. Yeah, no, they um, are for sure. But there's these other ones where, I mean, even the videos, they're like just dark and <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'm into that, but I, I like to, to jam to you know metallica yeah i, I grew up in the days of Link, uh limp biscuit lincoln park oh lincoln um, park yes limp biscuit okay Korn. sublime i like sublime yep. um let me see who else my brother was a huge uh misfits fan um uh -huh. so i kind of got into them hmm. but anyway so yeah maybe music <laughs> for sure so um, well, you do the next one. That one's, uh, we're, we're excited for the next couple. Okay. <laughs> um, well, the, the idea is it, it, people that have seen UFOs in the Tidewater area. Yes. I love with, it. With all the military bases around, I'm sure there are people that have seen, you know, an, an unidentified, you know, flying object. Um, but even with, you know, with not, I've, I've heard all kinds of crazy stories. And if you have one, we'd love to hear it. Yes, please, uh, please write in. <laughs> we're we're going to become that show. Yeah. Uh, the behind the scenes with, uh, with these crazy stories. Yeah. I love it. I love hearing crazy stories. I've um, never heard anybody say that uh, they've seen a UFO in Tidewater. Have you? I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but maybe they're just, you know, I'm sure there's people that are just, maybe embarrassed to say something they see. I mean, I've seen some weird stuff in the sky, but yeah, you know, half the time 
you know, you think that, well, it must be just the mill. Actually, to this day, about once a month where I live in Hartfield, Virginia, Middlesex County, um, there is a helicopter that goes over our house, sometimes literally only about 40 feet off the ground. Oh, my Um, gosh. It has shaken our house before. And um, I've been told by our neighbors that it's just the, you know, military doing some sort of, you know, and there's no huge bases near us. So I don't know what they do for them to go directly over our house as often as they do. Okay, big brother. Yeah, it's it's, (laughs) there's been a few times where I'm like and oh, and here's the other thing. It's not during the day. It's almost always at night. They've done it at 5 a.m. They've done it at 1 a.m. before. And you're like, oh. Oh my yeah. gosh, what's going on? Is SWAT team coming in? No, it's just them going over our house again. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, that is that is weird. I know that some people that live over uh, like Gloucester Point area, um, they hear like booms throughout the day, and apparently that's blasting or something coming from across the Yorktown or across Yorktown. I'm not really sure, but. Yeah, I don't know what all the military does around here, but maybe that should be a whole because we do have a huge military. You know, a lot of people are in Tidewater are in the military currently, so maybe we should do a military episode. Ooh, that's a good idea too, if they're willing to talk to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call up. Camp Give us Perry all tomorrow. the classified behind the scenes of the military. <laughs> I um before we move on to the next one, I want to tell this story i have some friends and family that live down in the southwestern part of virginia and they were telling me about there's this area over there i don't remember what it's called it's called something um but uh, apparently all the locals there know about it and apparently if you go there it's this valley between two mountains which we don't see we don't have a lot of those around here right right uh, there is this valley that if you go to you know, this lookout point or something and, and look out that at night, a lot of times there's these lights. So like Mm. one, this guy was telling me, and this is like a normal guy. This isn't a, like a kooky guy that has his own radio show and his hair stands up and and whatever. Are you talking about us? Yeah. I'm talking about (laughs) us. Uh, Yeah. This is a normal you know, middle-aged, red-blooded American guy. Right. And he was telling me that um, he went there with his wife. They both saw it. And they were sitting there, uh, you know, enjoying this uh, outlook or whatever. And there was this light lit down, almost like someone started a fire in the middle of the valley. And, hmm. and of course, they, you know, people go there. It happens often enough to where people go there often to see it. Um, and it's not like it happens every night, but it right, right. happens on the regular. And so they're sitting there watching this light thinking, oh, well, something's done started a fire down there. And all of a sudden the light lifts up out of the trees and then takes up off the side of the mountain within seconds. Get out of town. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll have to look that up. I forget what it's called, but it, they all live down like in the Withville, Virginia area. And I think it's somewhere near there. Um, but yeah they need to be on the show and tell us about it for sure (laughs) they need to move to the tidewater area so they can definitely be on our show oh my gosh that's crazy that would scare the bejesus out of me (laughs) (laughs) yep so that well 
you know, uh, that moves to the next one is ghost stories in Tidewater. We would love to hear if you have any ghost stories. I actually have a couple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that uh, I, I'm sure there's several people. If you're listening to this, please look, reach out to us. We'd love to hear your story. We're not going to think you're crazy. No, not at all. As long as you don't think we're crazy, we'd love to hear hear a story if you've had some sort of experience. Um, you know, even if it's not a ghost, but just something that would be a cool story, we'd love to hear it. Um, yeah, for so sure. Have you ever seen a ghost, Josh? I've seen some weird stuff. I don't know that I've ever seen uh, what I something I would call a ghost, but hmm. um, it's it's. Uh, I certainly think that they they're real. Uh, I've just never seen one. Um, I don't know how you couldn't, especially when a lot of our, uh, you know, not to get religious, but there's parts of the Bible that talk about, you know, there's that part where Jesus cast the spirits out into the pigs and then they jump over the cliff and all this stuff. Right. So right. Either, either you believe that stuff or you don't. And if you, you know, say that you do, I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble. Somebody's going to send me an email, <laughs> Uh-oh. you know, but, uh, you know, that's not what that means, you know, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, that's, uh, I definitely believe in them and I have seen several, so I, I will save those stories for the show. Yeah. But I'm always tread lightly. If you can't that. tell with that stuff. Cause you know, everybody's got opinion today and they think I care to hear it. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if I didn't ask for it, I, I don't care, but, um, they just like, they don't care to hear mine. Yeah. That's why yeah, I'm sure. True that. story. So, yeah. So. But yeah, I, I, I have an aunt that uh, told me this crazy story once um, that maybe I'll save to, for that show, too. Mm, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I'm looking up this uh, UFO thing that I was telling you about down in the Whitville area. Um, apparently, it's made. I haven't found it yet. I'm scrolling the page, but there's this page called 35 of the most popular conspiracy theories in the U.S. Mm. So and it's made that list, I think so. That is interesting. I'd love to know what the explanation is. Not that I'm saying that I believe that, but uh, for example, one of the um, ghost stories that I have seen, I have personally seen it is um, in West Point. There's a, there's where the train tracks are. There's an area where you can go. It's very dark, but if you walk out onto the train tracks and look down, to your left towards uh, West Point, because you're actually like kind of coming out of West Point where this area is, you can see a, a light and it's almost like it kind of sways back and forth and then kind of dims a little bit. They say it's the old um, the old railroad guy that's walking the walking the tracks. But then I've also heard that there's some reason, some scientific reason why you're seeing this light. So I don't know uh, before the show, I will do my due diligence, due diligence and do some research um, to find out what, what all that is about. But yes, I'm interested to see what your UFO light. So I found it. Okay. So, uh, and now apparently this is still going on according to, um, this person that I talked to, but this is, this is on a national it's insider.com backslash popular conspiracy theories in the United States. 2019 is, is this page. Mm, okay. And it says, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting towards the end here. Um, 
It says by 1988, there were 3,000 reports of UFO sightings in Withville, Virginia. In October of 1987, Wythe County Sheriff Wayne Pike reported that he and his deputies witnessed strange lights in the sky. It sparked a full panic in Withville, Virginia, prompting many conspiracy theories. And by 1988, there were 3,000 reports of UFO sightings in the area. Quote, all of a sudden, everybody started seeing things, unquote, a reporter told the Bristol Herald Courier. The same reporter said he also saw something strange in the sky one night, which he described as, quote, a scintillating light, unquote. Quickly, the story picked up national attention, that, but there has never been an official explanation of the sightings. Some theorize that the entire town was just experiencing mass hysteria. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, but apparently you can still see these today, uh, according to a friend of mine who lives down in that area. Wow. So. Crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I think that'd be a fun show. Yeah, I'm going to save this uh, page because I, I want to read the rest of these. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sucking Josh right in. <laughs> yeah, I just got swindled again. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, why don't you do the next couple? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've we've been on here for a little while now, so we'll wrap this up. And uh, yeah, and... I don't know how much how. Well, I'll look at that in a second. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, a couple other ideas just to get away from the uh, the funny stuff or, or <laughs> different stuff. Uh, maybe if there's a community event in the Tidewater area that you'd like to tell us about um, or some sports in the Tidewater area. We already talked about the Gloucester Outlaws. Um, if you know of a team or some sort of sport going on that you'd like to tell us about that we could go behind the scenes with. Yeah, that would be great. Know. Gloucester Outlaws will be a good one because they just started, you know, they're fairly new. Um, and I'm sure they've got like fun stories about, you know, that process and then just all the kids and they're, they've got a lot of volunteers. They're just going to be a nice, nice one to interview for sure. I'd love to hear it. Uh, one of my favorite shows on Netflix is, uh, I think it's on Netflix. It's called Little Tykes. And yeah, we watched that. Tykes. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good show. And it's, uh, there I am again with my reality show stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, my husband watches all of the reality sports stuff uh -huh. anything that's related he'll watch all the reality so i generally can watch it with him and i i get into him yeah I'll get into him <laughs> we also watch the prison ones too <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh um yeah well if you want to share these last couple we'll wrap this up okay uh oh we were talking about doing a behind the scenes with josh and erica so that's on our businesses, kind of what's going on the behind the scenes with our own businesses. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, oh, talk to law enforcement in Tidewater, kind of get the scoop from the old 5-0 um, around here. And, oh, and then the last two, we had already come up with the music and the military. Yeah. They, the, uh, the law enforcement, you know, maybe the, if you know someone that is willing to talk to us, let us go behind the scenes a little bit with some of the stuff that they're either working on or doing. Um, and then the music one, I, I'm sure you know of, of several as well. Um, but I know of a few bands, uh, yes. lo local bands, sort of local celebrities, if you will, 
that maybe we could talk to and have on our show. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. I do know a couple. I'll put the feelers out. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. And um, yeah, so I, we appreciate you listening. We, this is not something that we, you know, normally air, but yeah, it was going so well. We were kind of talking about different ideas for upcoming episodes. And, um, and then as always, if you know someone that's a uh, business owner uh, in, involved in some sort of philanthropy in the area or community involvement, and that would love to be a guest, we'd love to talk to them and uh, just have them reach out to us on Facebook. Um, our website, we, oh, we have a website now. Yay. I know that's very exciting. Josh, uh, you did such a good job on that, by the way. Thanks. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of got our feed from our, uh, our actual podcast and uh it's called behind the scenes and tidewater.com uh, right th- yeah yep. yeah yeah so i'm actually going to it to make sure i got that right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so uh you can reach out to us there and uh or like say on facebook or social media and um yeah we just it, it's it, it's really uh it's been really cool because we've gone literally from I think I interviewed you, what, like the fifth episode in maybe? Yeah, I think so. And uh, and and we've interviewed so many cool people already, and, and we've got so many coming up. Um, it's been really cool. Yeah, and also a little uh, thank you to our listeners. Our listeners are up like big time recently. Um, we're getting new listeners every day, so that's really exciting. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's been, been a little overwhelming. Uh, you know, when I, I think when, when I started this and then even once, you know, we started doing this together, we just kind of thought, you know, even if a couple people listen to this and they get something out of it, great, but you know, we're starting to get hundreds of listens. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. And people reaching out every day. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. It's nice to be able, it, I just like this outlet because, I can be home and still meet new people and talk to talk shop with people. I love that. So this has been a really nice outlet for me um, in general. So I'm really having a good time. So. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really cool. I, I don't know if we, I, I'm going to go ahead and say we, we've got some really cool guests coming up. We've got a lady that is um, what, what is her title? Commissioner of revenue. Yeah. Commissioner of revenue for the city of Newport news is going to be on with us. Um, yeah. We've got that's that crazy. That's like in charge of all the monies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, that's we're, crazy. I'm excited. We're kind of big time. She's going to, her IQ is going to go down two points by hanging out with me for an hour. Oh um, no. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, uh, <laughs> But, um, you know, so we got her, we've got the lady in charge of one of the area's biggest YMCAs yep. going to be on with us. Um, we've got, uh, of course, we already talked about that lady that uh, does all those good things with the, uh, you know, the folks dealing with lupus um, and fibromyalgia. Yes, yes. Yep. So we've got some really cool episodes coming up again. If you know someone that should be on our show, they can have the a really small business or a you know, a gigantic, uh, corporation or, or, uh, charity, uh, you know, we want to talk to them if they're, if they're doing something cool in the Tidewater area. Yes, for sure. Well, that's it guys. Thank you for listening to behind the scenes in Tidewater. Want to share something with us or be a guest on the show? Send us an email at tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com. Like, share, 
and subscribe our podcast to help us grow. And listen for more deals, discounts, and wisdom from the best businesses in the Tidewater area.